0: In the motherfucking suburbs with it. Raw, bing, bop, bop. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on? Hey, how's it going? Fresh from the Burbs.
1: I got 89 cousins. All of them got caprices and cutlass. All of them got white and black buffers. All of them grass, crashing and gushing. All of us used to piss inside a tub. No bed on the couch, sharing covers. We all had to carry groceries on the bus. I didn't ready yard, chili fried cones Nigga, we the sons of the doves. All of us was the kids of the sluts. You would never catch me at a club. I'd rather throw a cookout in the song.
2: What the fuck is the 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 confetti?
1: I had to go to forming meals for a jack. Mama, how you got a pair of steam mats? But we can't even shop in Mr. Allen's. Dog fighting pit bulls in the yard. I used to write songs in the dark. Clothes meal cause we ain't have a drive. Fuck school. In the car, we all from the east side, never move. never crossed eight miles where it's coolish. Band out of Eastland, we was boosted. Stay away from Eastland, nigga, shoot. Used to listen to Coke corn foolish. Now they sell Coke corn foolish. Save a lot of hot
2: dogs with the news. I don't know where I would be without the music. What the fuck is the confetti? What the fuck is the confetti? what the fuck is the com what the fuck is what the fuck is what the fuck is this money what you
1: Also this money this money what you Bring it, this money, oh boy. I also bring it, this money. What you I also bring it, this money, oh boy. also bring it, this money. What you
2: I also bring it, this money what the is the
3: To a brand new episode of sophisticated ignorance this is episode i think it's four um listen i'm gonna get my shit together one of these days uh i think this is episode four like always you can find us at theburbsnetwork.com or on your favorite podcast streaming service at theburbsnetwork you can find me at prince underscore mcfly drop the y at the ei that's on all social media platforms like I said before, they didn't allow me to change it because some other white man got uh, McFly. One of these days, I might buy him out of his name, but we got special guests in the building today. Got my little sister here.
0: Hi, guys.
3: <laughs> um, Sorry to make that awkward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can they find you at?
0: Um, you guys can find me on, I mean, uh. Instagram and Twitter, Ariel.Valencia and Valencia, um, and not really on Facebook anymore. So that's where you guys can find me.
3: Like I've been finding myself getting away more and more from social media. Mm-hmm.
0: It's
3: weird. It's uh, it's a wild place.
0: I'm not gonna say it's wild. Well, yeah, it is yeah. definitely, most definitely, a wild place. Yeah. it's interesting, but it is definitely like a two way street. Yeah, it's black or white and it gets well, debatable after a while so so like so i've
3: just been on instagram more uh, well mostly uh facebook i find myself being on there sometimes but you just get tangled with conversations of bullshit mm-hmm. and then trying to um well, what's the word i'm looking for trying to like Not say certain things because you got family and shit on there. It's just like, all right, bro, I'm done.
0: And that's why I was like, um, I don't really got a Facebook no more because, like, even with the family thing, I feel like just after um, the, you know, our past election, even on Election Tuesday, but like with Facebook and stuff, it's like, it's very, I don't know, it's becoming important to see, like, who you following, what you plugged into because it's so. Information just too accessible right now. It shows
3: another side of
4: people. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's really like formulating how people judging each other's perspectives. Yeah. Stereotypes are too relevant.
4: Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Like before social media was a big thing, you know, people was big on like, oh, you can't be stereotypical. And you slowly see us mm-hmm. doing that again.
3: So uh, speaking of the election, are you voting on Tuesday? I am
0: voting on
3: Tuesday. <laughs> you don't have to say who you're voting for, but it, people get out there and vote. Um, it's very important. Um, but with this, because whoever get in, you know, for mm-hmm. us being black people, we still going to get the short end of day, 100%. Oh, it's expected, you
0: know.
3: But... We have to, um, and we've had this conversation many times on these podcasts, we have to change the structure of politics. Mm-hmm. We can't have these 80-year-old men and 70-year-old men in here speaking for us. The same thing in the Senate, same thing in the House of Representatives. Like, these people have been in there for 60 years or 50 years. We have to get people in our age group from, you know eight well can't say 18 because you don't know what you're doing but from like 25 to 40 um that age group, we have to have some type of voice of those type of people in there mm-hmm. because these old white men
0: they don't care and then you got to think about it too like um because like even now like when you had a structure of this gonna be a position for the next 40 to 80 years mm-hmm. or however long you live these people are also underexposed themselves. Mm -hmm. So you already like walking into an office or this position, only being exposed to so much of the world. Not realizing how your decisions play a part into... Everybody in this bitch, excuse me. Can we?
3: Have- no, we for sure. Okay,
0: <laughs> okay, but I'm saying like even with that, even with that being considered, it's so like it's a game. That's why I'm like that's where it's rigged. That mm-hmm. especially with this election, like it seems so pageantry. It seemed like the last one, but like the last one kind of made it debatable on who's gonna win. Yeah, I guess they still surprised us on that. But for me, it's just like. I think black people really got to understand that uh, we're really never going to have an actual political party for us. Mm-hmm. This only just buys us time.
4: Yeah.
0: You know, and I think that's a lot of things that we're not talking about. Like, we got to still hold ourselves and accountable for the resources and things that we do have access to. 100%. But we can't expect these people... Like, they kidnapped us, okay? God damn it. And we became uh investment then turned into a liability yeah. now we just you know it, it's they don't, they still don't get it
3: and we not if it wasn't for a off. civil war there's no telling when we would have got released from slavery. man and it's like a lot of people are like well abraham lincoln you know he freed us no he had an agenda
0: like now nah. he you know basically I mean?
3: was like listen if we get them niggas on our side We can
4: fuck them up. Mm
3: -hmm. It's the same thing with politics.
0: Even, like, you can find his documentation. Like I said, like, we were Mm a person investment, but they Mm -hmm. were like, okay, we can only take care of these people so long because they're now outnumbering us Mm -hmm. because of what we've already put in place. So that's just the root of it all. It was never... It's never really supposed to work out like how we think it is when it comes down to it.
3: So... What do you think the reaction is going to be if Trump loses? If he loses? Because if he win again, it's the same thing. You feel me? We gonna, I don't know. I
0: think they're going to turn it up.
3: I, I 100% think not, <laughs> not the regular white people.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: The white people, the... The the A 100%. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like i think they're gonna you know be on some bullshit because they already on some bullshit
4: mm-hmm.
3: they tried to run they wanted to run into the governor crib and kidnap her because she want to protect y'all at the end of the day that's all uh big gretchen's trying to do like listen bro keep that's on. the
0: wild part to me i'm like damn like what what are y'all really fighting over at this point Listen, people are dying, like not at the expense of other people. At I would have never
3: expected to white people to react the way they reacted to Governor the Gov shutting shit down. I am not surprised. I, I really <laughs> thought niggas, you know, of course, niggas don't fuck the rules. We gonna mm-hmm. do what we got to do. But white people was like, yo, I can't get my hair cut. I am appalled. Mm-mm.
0: We got I- rights. Like, whoa i was surprised when they was i was definitely surprised when they were more so like offended about wearing a mask you know i'm like y'all the last ones that i would ever think that if we already outnumbering y'all in deaths y'all already come up with these racial antics Mm -hmm. anyway making it seem like we spreading the germs i would think i would think that you would be for all protecting yourself but you Now i top so sabotaging
4: the fact that, oh, I can't breathe.
3: You know, I can't breathe under this mask. Okay. Listen, so before uh, COVID, we had to wear the mask at work every day. Mm -hmm. Because, because, like, that shit fucks you up, uh, Mm -hmm. what we was working with. So if I can work a full 10-hour shift with this mask on my face, Mm -hmm. you could go grocery shopping with this mask on. What up, bitch? (laughs) How
4: you doing?
3: Yeah, I'm definitely recording. (laughs) But, yeah, you could definitely go to the grocery store with this mask on. Mm -hmm. But, like I said, man, people, go out. If you have the opportunity to vote, go out there and vote. Um, Listen, if you go vote, uh, Burn Rubber, if you show that you voted, Burn Rubber is giving you discounts on whatever you buy. So listen people. Get into it. Get it. <laughs> Something has to change. Listen, I don't trust Biden and uh Kamala Harris. At I all.
0: don't. I do not okay, I don't fuck with her. At
3: she all. She defends a hundred percent even
0: outside of that you already like girl you yeah stop
3: it and then joe biden he don't know what he's doing
0: he don't he- you trying to be too cool <laughs> god damn god damn like just you could have just and that's my thing with him like that's why you know he's stupid you could have just rolled the wave of i know what i'm doing Listen, i was with obama
3: that's oh. all you had to do. You didn't have to say nothing. He's
0: trying to sell us some that shit. That nigga
3: was like, listen, if you ain't black, if you don't vote for me, like Joe. Come black go. kids are
0: just <laughs> as good as the white kids. I was like, oh, he said that for real. Like,
3: hey, Joe, chill, bro. You had this in the... Listen, if Joe Biden would have ran first, <laughs> if he would have ran, ran right after Obama, I think he would have watched Trump.
0: I... Okay.
3: I think I think the problem with Hillary Clinton was she had too much bullshit on her plate. She, yeah, she,
0: I you think know. she was underqualified as well. Not underqualified like as far as her resume, but mm-hmm. as far as like um, you overselling this feminist thing. Yes. You overdoing it. Um, I don't know who talking to you about this shit, mm-hmm. but you listen. You you see you listening to people like
3: I think she saw it was like it was an opportunity. It was like, listen, we got the first nigga in there. Oh, it's my time. Right. And white people was not going to let that out. They was like, whoa. Listen, we gave y'all Obama. We not going to give y'all the first woman. Too. Like, <laughs> Hold on. Calm down.
0: We still got to get our
3: power yeah, back, So sis. she was so cocky with it that she was like, oh, there's no way I'm going to lose this. So. And they had her. That's, that's another thing. The way they came
0: out with them emails.
3: Yeah. The timing. It's the timing. Yeah. And, and she was She was terrible. Like, if you just look at uh, Hillary Clinton history, she's a terrible person.
0: Yeah, that's why I said she was kind of underqualified, too. Yeah. And then the the slogan was the lesser of two evils, so it's like, all right, how you even get caught up in being on the same plateau as this man? Yeah,
3: you can't be as petty as yeah. he is. Yeah.
0: And then y'all both really old
3: as hell. Uh, uh, that's that's always the problem. Like, y'all are old. Like, Obama was, like, the first time, besides, like, JFK, <laughs> that we had somebody who was like, okay,
0: y'all.
3: he listens to what we listen to. Mm-hmm. He's into some things that we're into. Not They might not be all of them, but certain things we could be like, okay, mm-hmm. he's he's decent. These old niggas, man, we're in two different spectrums. Mm-hmm. And then, they, then you got to think about it, too, because...
0: Even with that being said, he ain't had no respect for her in the first place.
3: so. 100%. They set her ass up. So, um, damn, that shit, the, the voting thing got me a little bit off track. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, it's fine. I, I love these conversations. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I said before, you're my little sister. Last week I had my little brother on. What I'm doing is I'm improving my interview skills. Okay. Because I hate interviewing people. Why? I think it just goes back I don't like talking to people and it's crazy because I do podcasts but it's me and you talking it's fine but me and a random person talking it's like uh, alright okay so I'm just you know I feel I'm great at what I do okay. not to be cocky uh, I'm great at being a podcaster but I just want to improve this aspect of it okay so I'm just going through a phase just interviewing people man
4: okay
5: um,
3: so how was it like growing up?
0: Hmm. I can definitely say it was enough for me to remember almost everything that's happened. Okay. Not in a good way. Like um, growing up was very more so like, all right, you know, like learning a lesson the first time. Okay. Because it would be a lot of the most exaggerated, unexpected things were happening. So it was more so like uh, I was. Had to grow up fast. Okay.
3: Yeah. I, I think me was too. the rest. Uh, like I was watching myself at like eight.
4: Yeah. Like in the
3: third grade, I would have to come home and you know I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say it was. I think it was kind of simple for real. Mm. It was just like, listen, my mom basically was like, she sat me down when we finally moved from Detroit to Oak Park. Mm-hmm. And she was like, listen, it's us too. At the end of the day, it's just us two, so it's us versus everybody else. Mm-hmm. So all I need you to do is take care of this.
4: Mm-hmm. You don't know
3: have to take care of them. Go to school, come home, make sure you don't open the door for no strangers, mm-hmm. and we're good. Right. I take care of everything else. So growing up, that's kind of like how I looked at it. Mm-hmm. It was and even with Vani; she made that uh, uh, thing like, listen, it's us three versus everybody else. Mm-hmm. So, as long as we keep what we got going on at home good, I will take care of everything else. Yeah. So, growing up, I just always lived with that. So, it really... I wouldn't say it was hard for me growing up, especially in a single um, mother household. It was... Honestly, it kind of was easy Mm -hmm. because... I didn't have nobody over my shoulder all the time. So I had freedom. So like I said, from third grade until, you know, I'm out of school. I didn't have no, she, she wasn't a parent that was like, do this, do this, do this, do this. It'd be like, listen, you know you have to take care of this. Right. If I have to circle back around and talk to you about this, we got a problem. Mm. So it was like, all right. Damn. And then at a certain age, um me and pops really stopped talking maybe well really him being there there probably eighth, like seventh eighth grade Mm -hmm. so i after that i really did have nothing to worry about Mm -hmm. like i was telling Vani, i was creating my own report cards in tenth grade
4: I was listening
3: to that interview. I'm
0: like, how did you even do that So, in this YouTube, bro. I think you need to share your dreams because I definitely be on that. I actually forwarded my mom's signature in the third grade. Like, I took the t- no, I took the time to like trace the shit. Okay. And I, I was committed to it too because I knew I was gonna fuck up, so I mm. did it with a pencil first. But I mean, she seen it and was like, I know I ain't signing this shit, but. I wish I would have did the
3: report <laughs> card thing. <laughs> Fucking no. Excuse me. But yeah. Yeah. So it was just like. I had the freedoms was just was just there. Mm-hmm. And then even when Vani was born, it was like even more freedom because mm-hmm. all the focus is on him. OK. <laughs> and I then, get that
4: for and sure. then we
3: moved into like. So we was from a townhouse to a house. To a bigger house, mm-hmm. so I had all the most. I had a basement to myself, okay so it was just like, all right. I make sure I do what I got to do. I was making fake report cards, so I was getting all Jeez. the <laughs> the clothes and shoes I wanted. So it was just like, all right. I just know like not to. That's probably why I never fucked up, fucked up bad.
4: Okay,
3: like got into anything because it was like, why. I get everything I want mm-hmm. so why would I go out and do anything stupid but from that it also I think fucked up me and my pops relationship cause mm-hmm. it was just like alright I looked at it and I me and him still have had this conversation I looked at it like look listen bro you're grown so you're not making an effort to talk okay okay and that's my problem now so, that's why, you know, I have a whole side of a family I really don't have a relationship with. Mm-hmm. No. It's because of that. It's kind of like, all right, well, my pops didn't make an effort to make any of us close. Okay. It is what it is. Do I regret it? A hundred percent. Like, I regret not have not growing up with you. Mm-hmm. Us having a relationship growing up. A hundred percent, I regret it. But, it's kind of like.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but. It's, it's like. Did this, we
0: die? No, we all right
3: that's how i like <laughs> that's how i cope with things mm-hmm. it was just like all right he didn't put, he didn't put me in a position to have conversations with my little sister so it's kind of like we have a conversation when we have a conversation mm-hmm. and um it's sad that it took for my mom to pass away for me to be like listen all right bro stop being petty mm. that t- probably that's the reason why me and my pop suck today or how I extended the branch to have a relationship with him right now. Because if, if it wasn't for that, we'd still be on. Because we're so much alike that it, it's crazy. We are. <laughs> we're so much alike. So that's why we're stubborn. He's stubborn. He's like, no, you a grown ass man. Why don't you talk to me? And I'm like, listen, you created this. You created this tension that we got. So that's why I'm not going to reach out. But, we're here.
0: Um, I mean, for me, it was just like, even dealing, let's let's start from the root, mm-hmm. our dad or whatever. It was just hard. Like, I'm not going to say hard, but it just, for me, I always found myself dealing with stress at a very early age.
4: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I, like, even to see, like, how my mom handled him not always coming through, mm-hmm. like, based on how she grew up in her own she was more so surprised like well, what the hell is happening mm-hmm. and so for her to be a woman and for me to be like you know a young lady at the time she was just very much so like don't put yourself in this situation like don't do this don't do that and I think even um from time to time it would be like um certain tendencies like you know how when you bring up like um you act like him it's like things I did would probably trigger her to be like not have so much patience because it would resemble his actions. percent. so it would be like well, don't you do that like it was never no playing around yeah. about it and it would be like until I got older you know I put two and two together but like even dealing with him from time to time it just kind of made me be more so like um just definitely be self
3: invested um
0: take you know
3: 100% yeah
0: or just like be as far as like me and my mom like mm-hmm. granted I don't me and her don't have the best communication when yeah. we under the same roofing but when it come down to it like we make a good team Yeah, and that's what I've always known is like how to have somebody back I know mm-hmm. the importance of loyalty yeah. um, and even like uh, it's funny because you like bring up Viney, it's like with me and Gabe it's like Gabe was born when I was 10 and stuff So like, even with that, like, I still felt like, okay, I'm still learning how to do shit. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm still dealing with the fact that um, my mom is still stressed out that my dad not coming through. But now she got another, she got a baby now. And I just got to make sure I just do what I got to do. Like, Mm -hmm. in order to keep my head above water, let me just make sure. um, Yeah, I'm just listening to what she said the first time. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And my relationship with um, the other side of the family, like, I would see them a lot during the holidays. Yeah. So, even with that, like, it was always something that I looked forward to, and I feel like that's because, like, um, you know, my cousins, like, m- me, Phil, and Ronte, we all grew around the same age. Mm-hmm. So, it made it convenient for us to all all um, grow up together in a way. But, like, even with that, it's kind of like okay well I see why it's so empty it's like I see now I'm learning about y'all as people
4: mm-hmm.
0: um, and I do see reflex, reflections of like me and my cousins based on like how my um, communication is with my aunties
4: mm-hmm.
0: um, even in the relationship that I've gone on my way to develop with mm-hmm. my aunties you know I kind of just like okay just growing up, I just, I
3: learned spirituality, the importance of it, mm-hmm. at a young age. Like, everything is like that for a reason. I think, um, out of the aunties, me and Auntie Rocky is the closest. Yeah. Because she kept communication.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, she would force me to talk to her.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So, out of that, so it was always a branch there. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it was kind of like, all right. Uh, pops are inviting to invite new things, and I'm like, Yeah, I'm coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i I'd rather, because I hate being awkward.
0: Okay, I do too. And that, that's why I think I'm so, like, a lot of people have a problem with me being. Just myself, yeah. but I like, can we get past the ice? Like, you making me uncomfortable. One hundred percent. I don't have to be
3: here right now. Yeah. So, so a lot of times I'd be like, I choose to go somewhere else where I won't be awkward at all. Mm-hmm. Instead of yes, this is family. I love them to death, but that initial interaction with them is going to be so awkward. It's going to be like, ah. It's going to be weird. And, yeah, you got to warm up to people still. what took you so long?
0: See
3: and then it's like ah. that was my responsibility. Uh, you see, what? <laughs> so it's kind of like ah, I don't mm-hmm. know. So dealing with pops, it was like you said. Uh, it is. It taught me like to this day certain things. It taught me like I really don't rely on people mm-hmm. at all. You sound stupid. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about
0: it. Like if you want somebody up dealing with our dad it's like you can't you can only expect so much of people you have mm-hmm. to take accountability as well that mm-hmm. you even trusted that person yeah. if they've shown you
3: so I've, I've you know maybe ask somebody like all right we're about to do this do this is whatever in any situation of yeah. uh, setting up going to dinner with people anything mm-hmm. and then they fall through I'm like, this what it, it be
0: like that i already <laughs> had a backup
3: plan <laughs> that's how I like,
0: I, I got this to do today or this to do. Because if this
3: don't fall through, I'm definitely going to do this. I but. didn't even want to get dressed anyway. So, bad. So, it I taught don't. me with that. And then it taught me with, uh, kind of like, um, like you said, okay, well, you're not going to come through with it. So, I guess I got to do it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Yeah.
0: And that, that's another thing, like, um. So I think for me too, it was like it was it became routine to see the other side of the family. Mm-hmm. Like I knew that's something I was gonna do. But that's because I recognized my mama enforced that. Like, mm-hmm. you live up the street. You ain't gotta see her the whole goddamn year. Yeah. But at least go and take her to see your mama and shit. Like, at least go and um what became frustrating for me was when I got older, like now. Like when I first moved back home, I just took the initiative that if y'all y'all say y'all feel this way about me. I'm gonna take you up on this offer. Like mm-hmm. Raquel, she um she was very hands on when I first moved to college as mm-hmm. far as like communication and all that stuff. But she was very big on like if you ever want to come to Houston, like
4: mm-hmm. come on out. Yeah.
0: And I took her on that offer and um, it exposed me to like a lot of our just history on that side. Mm-hmm. And um, it exposed me to myself more so because I was having a hard ass time in college. Like, mm-hmm. it was so many things about how I felt internally versus what I was taught from my mom that I wasn't even putting together. It's like, okay, oh, okay. I get you said do this, but I just can't bring myself to do that. You know, a like, little shit like, okay, yeah, I gotta be at work in the morning, but yeah. it's a turn up right now. Right, yeah. Like, you know. And it comes down to like that three sixty. Like damn, I get that from you. Mm -hmm.
3: You know, I get that from like early. Yeah, yeah. Early, I knew I wasn't going to college.
4: Mm.
3: I I knew. Like maybe ninth grade, I probably you know somebody could have talked me into going to college. Mm -hmm. But tenth grade, it was like, bro, (laughs) I am over school. Mm -hmm. Like, and I had the freedoms. Like, moms used to uh, go to work before I had to go to school. So I had to get myself up to go to school. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, listen, after these four years, or whatever it takes, I'm I'm not doing this shit no more, man. Mm -hmm. It's just like, yes, school is important. And I was like, uh, I was talking to Vinny about it last year. Mm -hmm. I mean, not last year, last week uh, in our interview. After fifth grade, besides math, after fifth grade, you've literally learned everything you need to learn to be a constructive human being in life. <laughs> everything else we learn in school is bullshit.
0: You know that's true because they always say that ninth grade year is your most important year, and that's going right the way, bro. Man, the school
3: or not. <laughs> the only thing I wish I would have like took it to take it serious in school was speak Spanish.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Other than that. Y'all could've kept all them other classes. Yeah. Because I remember nothing.
4: (laughs) I had the worst (laughs) time, too.
0: But even, like, with that, like, my mom was big on, like, well, you gotta go to school because I'm working too
4: hard.
0: All that shit. But it was like, I can't even see myself. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, I just, I don't know. And then, even my performance in high school, like, all I wanted to do was dance, um, be in the orchestra, and then go home. Like,
3: So what got you into dancing?
0: Shit, um, it was very therapeutic for me. Okay. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, dancing is still very therapeutic, but, um, just dealing, like, um, being let down and not having nothing else to do. So dancing always kept me busy. Okay. Like, after my first, I think I had, um, you know, like you have, like, after school programs, shit like that. Yeah. Um, I think I was interested in like kindergarten and I was really bugging my mom about it because I Mm. really enjoyed the time it took away, but I was, I had went to a performing arts school in like the third grade and I just so happened to have like the class, my homeroom didn't have it as a thing and I was just big on it like I'm like I really want to do that shit, but I was an orchestra, so I just, it was always a thing like for me and music,
3: had right my first class. I'm like, all right, what else? What,
0: like, I'm about to stick with this. Yeah, what else is? What's the levels to it? And it just so happened, like, um, my dance teacher at the time, she's pulled my mom to the side, like, yeah, you gotta send her here. Mm-hmm. And I just, I committed to it because it just really took up my time, and it was always there let's say
3: that. That's how I was with baseball in the beginning, uh-huh. and then I was like, bro, all right, this shit taking up my summers. Mm-hmm. I'm good.
0: That's when I started to be like, all right, <laughs> yeah. All that. Like, when I got in c- high school, because you know how you get your raps and mm-hmm. stuff? I was every two weeks by Monday. You telling me I got ballet or something? Well, I'm saying, like, I'll get my hair done Friday. Mm-hmm. Saturday, have, like, ballet. My shit sweated out. And I need the rap, didn't even make it till Monday. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I can't even wear this shit tonight. Like, it was little stuff like that for me. But, um, as far as it being a profession, I always seen it as a, okay,
4: yeah, I
3: think I can do that. hmm And then college came, I was like, yeah, fuck all this. I can't. Mm-mm. It's not what I thought it was. Let's say that I could have did this without that. Yeah, well, I did my t- my two years in college. And I was like, all right, uh, fuck this. Mm-hmm. listen, the first year was amazing.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm like,
3: Okay. I could possibly get into this college shit. Mm-hmm. My second year, I was like, "Man, listen, I'm not trying to write no papers. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to do none of this shit." And then I got a job, okay, which was a bullshit job. Well, thinking back, I was making like nine fifty an hour working mm-hmm. at a bullshit plant. Yeah, but it was just like, listen, this wasn't my first time making some type of money, but it was just like, okay, this is me making money on my own because mm-hmm. originally. I worked for my mom cleaning company. Mm-hmm. So, I ran that for a couple of years. So, I was making money doing that. But this was me making money on my own. Okay. Like I'm living on my own. I'm making money on my own. Man, fuck school. At that point. This is like, I'm not about to stress myself out. Mm-hmm. Having to go to work, then do school. And, and then
0: deal with that. So, I'm like, all that so,
3: i was like, all right, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to take my L on what I owe these niggas. We gonna come up with a payment plan. I'm out, man. Like I'm good. Mm -hmm. But once again, I all I've never been a school person at Mm -hmm. all. Like I'm good. My senior year, first semester, I might have been to school twenty times. Second semester, me and I graduated because me and my senior uh, English teacher basically came up with a plan. Like, listen, all you gotta do is turn in your work, I will pass you. Uh, in the bathroom. You. Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah, she, we came up with a plan. She was like, man, just do your work, uh-huh. and I will graduate you. Thank you. So, I was like, man. But other than that, I the do.
0: teacher like
3: that shit. Me in school do not. Uh, and I think that's another thing me and my pops got into of that. Because mm-hmm. he's so big on school. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, you got it. Yeah. Like,
0: I think for no me. No matter
3: what you do in this situation, I'm not gonna take school serious. We're gonna have to fight. Eventually, <laughs> it's gonna cut. That's how it basically was gonna boil down to. Like, we was gonna have to really fist fit, to it. True fist to because I will never take this serious. Uh,
0: you know when? That's so wild. That's so wild because I just, I don't know. Like, for me, I would say. Mm. I was kinda into school but I feel like I was just going to perform in high school. So I was just interested with that part of school. But even to like hear him talk about it and just be like he negotiates himself through it, so it's like
3: all right. My thing was listen (laughs) I go to school because I get to get new shoes and I get to get new clothes.
4: See and I get to
3: hang out with people I fuck with. But other than that, me going to class and doing work, I'm gonna do the bare minimum to get by. Like psh, yes, I could get all A's, but am I? Fuck no. So I was going fuck no. <laughs> I am good.
4: Mm-mm.
3: And so that's where we bumped it. Like in middle school, that's where we started bumping heads in middle school. Cause I used to be like, listen,
0: mm-hmm. I don't need. That's to get- when I started bumping
3: heads. <laughs> I don't need to get three A's to pass this class, bro. Yeah. If I get two C's and a D, I pass that class, right. bro. Like. This shit in middle school don't mean nothing. Like <laughs> hey, man, all right, Mm-mm. this is one thing, and me and him—that's probably the only thing we really never clicked on. Mm-hmm. That in communication, but everything else is cool. You know, we he, he took my shoes one summer as a punishment, and I and I was like, well, you know, some bullshit? Yeah, straight
4: up.
0: Because
3: uh, this is what happened.
0: He I think took your shoes. He took
3: my shoes. Like I had uh I just got a new bike. Like a, a BMX bike. And um I went down to my friend crib. Mm-hmm. Should I call my mom and be like, hey, I'm going down the street? hundred mm-hmm. percent. I lost track of time. Next yeah. thing I know it's six o'clock. I'm like, fuck.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So I get down to the crib, mom's just wilding she done called pops like did you come pick him up or anything
4: where the hell is he
3: at so i get to the crib he there so i got a whooping okay for not calling and then this nigga uh took my shoes because that was the punishment and i had to go to his crib for two weeks after three days he had nothing for me to do
0: what so he sent you back
3: no, I didn't stay with him. Oh. So, every morning, I would have to get dropped off at this new crib.
4: <laughs> After three days,
3: he ran out of music for shit to do. Right. First day, he had a plan.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to
3: work this nigga to death.
0: <laughs> day two. <laughs> that ain't even <either> his type <laughs> type of discipline.
3: And anybody know of my pops?
0: Uh-huh.
3: Or know our pops? This nigga has to get sleep. He's gonna get his sleep. Mm-hmm. If he don't get anything else, he's gonna get his sleep. I get
0: that from him for so. sure. 100%. I don't care. I would yeah. go to
3: sleep. Mm-hmm. Day two, he had like three things for me to do. Day three, I walked in the house. He was like, hey man, you sleepy? Go to sleep. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what?
3: That was the Not end. Uh, I didn't learn nothing. Duh. That day one, he was like, listen, you about to scrape this garage and these walls, <laughs> you gonna repaint them all that shit I didn't do it. I did that shit I think that shit still probably haven't been repainted
0: mm, and I, was, mm, mm, I was about to say every bit older <laughs> no shame but, that was
3: 15 years ago okay but yeah I
0: don't know that, that he really wasn't like that with me like uh, we cool, we're very cool now. Um, like I say around middle school, that's when I start being like, alright, like don't hit my line, like I'm straight, like we ain't gotta <laughs> talk. You know, play me. I think I was over him, I forgot what happened, but I think I don't know what age this was, but you was there. And like he was supposed to come pick me up. To this day I remember it like, nah, then, like you're not about to keep playing me like this. <laughs> like, I took it personal. But he was supposed to come pick me up. I don't know what we were supposed to be going to, but he told me that we was all going to be at his house hanging out and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I told my homegirl at the time, she was at my house, mm-hmm. and I told her, like, um, you know, I'm going with my dad, this, that, and the other, so let me know when you ready to go home. He took so long, I had just asked him, like, well, can she just come with me? Because, mm-hmm. you know, we was already hanging out. You still haven't showed up, so. Mm-hmm. And he just come with me. And he was like, yeah, sure. Then it was like some more hours went by. And then I found out she was picking me up. So oh. I was just so fucking mad. Because I'm like, first of all, I know this is my brother. But we don't even talk. Mm-hmm. Like, And it's no shade that he's coming to pick me up. But still, like, you how saw. you gonna tell somebody else to come pick me up? And then I ain't seen this person in so long. So then we get there. I'm like, I'm already embarrassed because my friend with me, this one made me mad, he come down the stairs with this lady and I'm just like this is some
4: typical <laughs> shit.
0: Like, this is my dad, like and she all like trying to sell it like like I'm fucking stupid. Like I don't I really don't know what y'all is doing. But mm-hmm. y'all grown. Like come, yeah. you was this is a you the fucking delay. Excuse me.
3: It was uh his birthday if I'm not mistaken. It was like his know. birthday. It yeah. was
0: another time I was like I ain't going again like <laughs> she um but yeah she was just like her energy for me and just to even be like his daughter i was just like i'm over this like when Mm -hmm. am i going home at this point like Mm -hmm. you took all damn day to invite me here you are this is what you do
4: Mm -hmm.
0: but this is why and then like it was just awkward between you and i too Mm -hmm. and i was just like man all right like this not my place like i'm the youngest person in the room like fuck all that i'm about to dismiss myself before I keep letting you what I felt like, you hoeing me at this point. Mm-hmm. like, <laughs> uh, So, no, I just kind of, I was straight on that. But then, like, when I got in school, I was still, like, just trying, because I do care about our
4: dad. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I was like, all right, I'm going to take you up on this offer. Like, you say I can call you about anything, let me lay some shit on you. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he started being, like, oh, like, as shocked at first. But mm-hmm. then, being like, all right, well, this is what I think you should do. And I was just like, all right, cool. Like, the conversations just kind of got a little longer. So I found myself being like, all right, if I feel like this, if I'm not going to call my mom, if I just absolutely know, like, I know I'm on some bullshit mm-hmm. or I know I'm just feeling like, I'm going to ask him his opinion to mm-hmm. see, you know. And then, like, when I move home, it was kind of cool, like, I kind of just developed a friendship as much as I could, because yeah. you, you ain't in a position to be a dad, you know, yeah. so.
3: Yeah, the, the dad shit is out the window at this point.
0: What? Like,
3: Yeah.
0: you did the best you could. And I think in some cases, yeah, he's a, like, for me now, I say he's a good dad. Yeah. Me learning about him as a person, you know, people be underexposed, let's give it that, like.
3: Oh, like, I never hold shit personal, so, yeah, in certain aspects, you wasn't there, but listen, who to say I'm going to turn out to be the, the greatest father in the world? You feel what I'm saying? So I understand situations. Yeah. Listen, you went through some things, you know, as an adult, so.
0: And I'm at the point now where I just be like, I see why, like, for the things that I do want for my life. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I don't know if he
3: would have been a good like I be on bullshit, and I have nobody to take care of. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you got two kids, you know, in the shadows, you have to take care of. On top of being an adult, listen, I don't hold nothing personal, but my thing has always been, you're not gonna try to blame this on me. Okay. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's always been the thing. Yeah. So if we like. And I always was going to say we just going to have this conversation about it. Like, listen, it wasn't 100% me. Just like it wasn't 100% you, but mm-hmm. the percent is way more in your field than it is in my field.
0: And I think for me, like, when him saying stuff like, um, like, uh, as far as, you know, the phone work two ways, that mm-hmm. type of shit started to get old for me. Because I I was in high school, like, you know, starting to date people. Mm-hmm. I already got niggas telling me that. not. Well you, you my dad? Like, come on now. I hear you. Like, and then not only that, but we already had supposedly a routine. Like, I ain't never even outside of uh you possibly like forgetting to pick me up from school, mm-hmm. and I'm the only kid in that bitch. Like, you know, it's little stuff like that. It would be like, all right, like I gotta do what's right for me right now. I gotta mm-hmm. like chill on you because this is really hurting my feelings or my self esteem at that. So nah but right now like that's that's my homeboy. boy yeah like i can <laughs> hit him up like
3: listen man, let's go get some drinks or something yeah definitely the
0: party guy like and, <laughs> at, at
3: the, <laughs> for sure but at the end of the day like i always and i, I learned this as older i get i can't hold grudges no mm-hmm. more at the end of the day you're gonna become bitter and it, listen it don't
0: look right on you
3: to you know tomorrow is never promised Man. so at the end of the day I'm going to try my best to not only in relationships with him with you or like that whole side of the family I'm going to try my best effort you know
0: that's what I had to do too and I feel like I definitely encourage you to do so yeah. cause like that I mean yeah like life is life like um shit you just never know we 100%. always losing people yeah and the thing is i i'm big on family like i'm my mama really was big on unity like mm-hmm. we a team like we need each other type shit so even though like yeah she the only provider in this conversation mm-hmm. it's the simple fact that every action got a reaction
3: 100 like, percent.
0: you know so even in that like all right I'm an adult now myself like i got a phone mm-hmm. you sitting up here saying you ain't got you know shit's happening in your own time cool let me just make an effort let me see mm-hmm. what you got on your time you say that I could just come over okay then boom let me exercise that right to even find out who you are mm-hmm. and to put the pieces together that oh this is why growing up shit was the way it was like I can't take it personal
4: yeah
0: and that's why I have to not hold just with people when I get to know them it's like all right let me understand
3: you first 100 so growing up knowing that you got a big brother that you're not talking to how was that
0: Well, I ain't going to lie to you. Like, I would kind of, I just, it was normal, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I was already on both sides, raised with all my cousins that were boys. So I just always knew, like, I had an older brother. Mm -hmm. I never took it, like, a personal thing because I knew we had an age gap. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, like, you always just been my older brother. Like, he ain't never really... Fucking five, (laughs) like, like, and then he wanted probably do his own shit. Like, I never took it, and then we do. I always seen it like we had two different moms. Mm -hmm. I always seen your mom; Mm -hmm. she was always embracing towards me. I was my girl, but so I always took it like my brother doing something else Mm because I always was doing something with my own time. Mm -hmm. So I just never took it. Like, I just was like, oh, my brother's older than me, and I I would tell people like, I have an older brother. He looks just like my dad, like, And <laughs> da, da, da. be like, how old are you? Oh, he's older than me. But, you know, that's it. Like, I, I felt good in certain conversations because I did kind of grow up as an only child. Mm. But it was like, oh, no, I got older brother. Like, shit. <laughs> I just
3: never wanted to be like, oh, he's hoeing me.
4: <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> no,
3: no, no, no. Like, fuck him. No. Like, damn, he ain't reaching out. But like I said, it was like, I hate being awkward.
0: No. So once
3: you got of age of like being in high school and stuff like that and I'm I'm grown, it was always like, man, I don't want that first. Us, you know, like when we, when I had to pick you up, it was so awkward. It, it was, was crazy. <laughs>
0: that was just, and that shit pissed me off and I'm like, me as a person, I'm first to be like, so, you know, hi, how you doing, all mm-hmm. this other stuff. But she was older than me, so I'm like, I'm just going to see how my brother is. I'm not about to be myself, because mm-hmm. I know I could be a little obnoxious, but God damn, this is a long seven minutes. Like,
3: so awkward. I was like, bro, I'm not and trying. you
0: had a friend with you, too, so yeah. I'm like, uh,
4: okay.
3: Like, I ain't trying to deal with that one again, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was nothing personal, but it was just like,
4: dog. It was deep in the
0: conversation. I was just waiting, like, do I start the conversation?
3: Yeah, like.
0: And that's what made me mad. Like, I'm like, this long ass drive over here, and we pop up, and you sorry, like, what the hell? Like, and I don't know. I think I would see how my parents would interact, mm-hmm. so I never took it like mm-hmm. it was anything towards you. And considering, like, how our relationship was, I was just like, I don't know. Like, and I did, I was very big on, like, asking about you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my brother, he'd be like, hey, cool, we got this going on. And like I said, I always see your mom, so I just mm-hmm. felt in a loop. I just thought she was busy.
3: <laughs> but, like, one thing I always made sure I did was, in any important, like, important shit, like, life insurance and stuff like that, your name was always on anything mm-hmm. I did. Like, you and Vonnie, like, no matter what the situation was, I would be like, listen, mm-hmm. if anything happens to me, they're okay.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So, I, that's one thing I made sure I did. Like, even if we all got a relationship listen she gonna be like alright he wasn't as a whole ass nigga <laughs> as I thought <laughs> I thought he like
4: that like damn he got
3: be 50k damn mm-hmm. he, he was a decent person no, so
4: neither. yeah that's one thing
3: I always made sure I did like alright her and mine are gonna be good if anything ever happened to me even if we don't have a relationship she's gonna be some type of good
0: mm-hmm. I appreciate that thank you for looking
3: out <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then like uh. What happened? I think pops had well, it was like his fiftieth uh, birthday, and uh, he had a party somewhere. I don't know. I, I don't know was go. lit. I didn't go. It so. was ghetto. <laughs> it, was so, it was cool, but it was so ghetto. It so was lit. Though. Moms had went.
4: Yeah. Moms
3: had went. So I ended up not going for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, being an asshole probably. Uh,
4: I'm mad
3: at you. So I didn't end up going, but something. How did I end up following you? Um, oh
0: no, I followed. Okay, so when I went to Houston, that was around the same time uh, Raquel invited me to go to Houston. Okay. Cause um, I want to say yes, I went to your um, no, I went to Houston, I think first, and Raquel uh, no at the party. Your mom was like, um, your brother's name on Facebook is X Y and Z, and I was like, okay, okay, blah blah blah. And I sent you a request, and I don't feel like you answered it in time enough. So when I went to Houston, I asked Raquel. I'm like, "Do you, you know, your friends went on Facebook?" She was like, "Yeah." And then I was like, "All right," and I just unfollowed it, and I did it again. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Your mom had gave it to me
3: at the party. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why I didn't go. Once again, it's probably once again me being an asshole. But and once again, it'd be situations where. Nope, I'ma choose this situation over that situation. Mm-hmm. Even though this situation might be more important, nah, I'ma I'ma do this. I'ma I'm go this. bowling. Yeah, I mean, I, I be doing that too sometimes, mm-hmm. so I understand. Um, so, how was it in college for you? I hated
0: it. It wasn't for me. I le- I had to learn that um, the universe kept showing me it wasn't for me though. Mm. Like it had to bring me down to my like, damn. <laughs> Life is getting to you, sis. Like, mm-hmm. um, excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't have the ugly. But, uh, um, no, it was more so like, it was an eye opener. I ain't gonna lie to you. Cause I went to school in Kalamazoo. So they're very racist okay. in Kalamazoo. And I think that's what it was for me. Like, uh, alright. Like, you can just step on out the matrix. It's like everything is bigger than what you're being sold right now. You know, like, um, it was just, it was an eye-opener. I didn't know I was black till I got there. Let's put it like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't really knew know what the world perceives that as until I actually got there. Like, okay. being on this side of the state, a lot of stereotypes really don't apply to me. Like, yeah. I don't give off that type of hood rat shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not loud. I'm not that stuck up. So a lot of things, like, in our community, I'm perceived as a normal person. hundred percent. Versus, you know, two hours from here, I'm wondering why, like, somebody blatantly didn't even speak back. Mm-hmm. Or, like, just w- even, like, working. Like, people not giving a fuck about how they talking to you. Blatantly mm-hmm. telling you, like, no, I'm not about to give you my shit. Because... Yeah, I don't trust your dumb ass. Like That's you know,
3: wild. It, you went to Western, right? Yeah. That's
4: wild.
0: Yeah, and it, it, I'll give it this: Kalamazoo, the city. Like most of the uh, places that I worked were on a, like a literal outskirts city called Portage. It's literally it's not even that far. It's like how more is to Detroit. Okay. Just cross a little, um, cross a little street. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was just like, damn, like this shit is for real. People really don't give a fuck. Outside of, you know, you doing what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. It's like your safety is definitely, like, debatable. Mm-hmm. Um, your class in this world is obvious. Like, mm-hmm. So it was just one of those damn things. Like, um, I'm wasting my time here. Okay. I need to be doing, like, if I'm gonna be working this hard, I need to be working for some shit that's gonna cover my ass, cover my family, make sure I'm good. Like, for this shit to make sense okay. instead of... It was just. mm. I'm glad I went. I say that.
3: Okay.
0: I feel like had I not went, I still would have been a different person, but just very um, not naive, but what's the word? It's not like you trusting, very trusting of how business is really supposed to work, things like that.
3: I think um, one thing I've learned. Because early, we moved out the hood. Mm -hmm. So I moved to Oak Park uh, when I was, what, six years old? Okay. Six or eight. One of the two. No, eight. So we moved out to Oak Park when I was eight. And it was the first time, like, Oak Park, if you don't know, it's like a, well, it's still kind of a heavy Jewish community. Mm -hmm. But when we moved there, it was Jewish, Jewish community. (laughs) So I kind of could say, like, I've grown up around white people.
4: Mm-hmm. not
3: the the normal white people
4: mm-hmm. you feel what i'm
3: saying but it's <laughs> <laughs>
0: so funny though because it's like stuff like that yeah. like you would think you would think based on how they do the media that it's just only one type of white person mm-hmm. no, and <laughs> no,
3: it's,
0: it's it sure. is deep it's like damn what's wrong with y'all
3: but like at every level of me interacting with different type of races and shit like that i've learned to this like okay this how it is over here, all mm-hmm. right. I'm good on that.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So I've, I've learned, like, okay, um, i learned to be a chameleon.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, all right, well, I can't act this way over here because it's gonna, you know, be awkward. Mm-hmm. But over here, I can act this way. Over here, I can act this way. And I take that, me traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. That's one thing moms made sure, like, listen, you're going to be cultured in some type of way. Mm-hmm. You might not give a fuck about school, mm-hmm. asshole, but you gonna
4: doing I'm going to make
3: sure you're cultured in a way, you know, so you won't just be out here an ignorant niggas
4: yeah. on
3: bullshit. So that's one thing I could say I learned growing up was like, all right, mm-hmm. in any type of setting, I could talk to people.
4: hmm. Same, same. But I've
3: never been in a situation like you've been in. Like, shit,
0: I never thought I'd be in those
4: situations. Because be once earnest. again,
3: I don't know how I will react. Because I'm the coolest person in the world. But if you disrespect me now,
0: <laughs> and I think that's what I was just like. You, you don't expect to be in those situations, mm-hmm. especially like at a time like this. Like, even for you to had a okay. luxury to. Um, have your education in a diverse environment. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt culture. I knew how to... I mean, my school was very big on exposing us to different ways to um, access your talent or, like, build and grow in your talent and things like that. But... I also experienced being respected because of my talent. So Mm -hmm. to actually be like in school Mm -hmm. for these things that I've literally worked my ass off doing, all Mm -hmm. I'm doing is going to work. And somebody is like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it was just like, we're from the east side of Detroit. And then the manager's not going to do anything. Like, Mm -hmm. y'all want me to clock back into this bitch tomorrow? Like, I I did cut, uh, actually did, uh, quit a job. Because my manager had the nerve to tell somebody, like, um, what you say? We are a little alphabetically challenged because of some shit she
4: did. Mm-hmm.
0: And I had to, like, literally, like, tell her I'm going on break, call my mom, like, sis, you know, what's, what's the plan? What you think we should do moving forward? Mm-hmm. And yeah, my mom, you know, she was like, what? Can't believe that shit. She thought I was bullshit. Mm-hmm. So that alone was like, all right, I'm about to quit on y'all, all ass. Yeah. But even to... Like, I never thought I'd be put in that situation where I had to quit a job. Like, I'm the last employee to... Tr- I don't mind clacking into this book. Mm-hmm. I don't mind being here all the time. I don't mind doing the shit y'all say I gotta do. But that's still not enough. So I'm glad I actually, like, learned that shit now. Because I don't really... Like, even operating in different uh, communities besides Mm -hmm. white people, I feel more um, confident to be like, yes, I am black, and Mm -hmm. I know what you're expecting, but I'm going to give you a little bit of that, but it's going to expose you to this not, it's not a bad thing, it's not ghetto that my voice might be a little bit more projecting, and it ain't nothing I'm about to be ashamed about either, Mm -hmm. because... It's it's a lot of ignorant shit that people don't know. So, I guess dealing with that shit, it was more so like, okay, I had to give and take the good with the bad. Yeah, a few
3: times I had to tell some white people, like, listen, bro, mm-hmm. in your mind, what you said might not be ignorant,
4: mm-hmm.
3: but like, no, it's ignorant all the way across the board, my G. Yeah. Like, uh, this white girl was calling somebody a nigger. First off you were wild. <laughs> <laughs> to get to that point.
4: <laughs>
3: said? But she was trying to say, like, listen, I fuck with, you know, I've grown up with white people. Mm-hmm. I mean, with black people. I fuck with black people. But...
0: Them, people, them the ones that killed me, but, you know?
3: Because what happened was, it was something about uh, animal abuse. Uh-huh. So, uh Some somebody got in trouble for fighting dogs or something like that,
4: yeah. and
3: they was in the comments calling this nigga all type of niggers, like <laughs>
4: right,
3: nigger, 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 all through them bitches. And that's what I like to do in my free time is go in comments a bullshit and like posts that I know is about to be some bullshit. In yeah, it. I
0: do that too. <laughs> so
3: wow, I be just, doing that too just to see the outlook of how people look at it to yeah. certain shit. And she was in there calling him all types of niggas and shit. Mm. And I'm like, yo, I don't care what the context is, it's not right to call a black person a nigger.
4: Exactly.
3: It, I don't care who you, what black person you said that around, They allowed that. Mm-hmm. But listen, fam. And
0: even with that, like, that's where I... Going like, like just being in a racist ass town, let's talk about this shit for real. Like, you Jewish people, you don't have to explain that shit to you. are Not about to have no whole with them swash of stickers mm. or whatever the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. You're not about to just be parading that shit and not think I'm gonna be offended. Yeah. So, just because I'm black and the world's perception is, well, you ignorant and you just gonna have to take that shit, fuck all that. I don't, and that's my thing too. I don't care if you're raised in that type of environment, it's about. Being culturally, like, respectful. 100%. If you're going to say that you're a, a Caucasian person or I was raised with black people and I ain't got no problem with that and I got black counterparts, cool. Just show some fucking respect at 100%. the end of the day. Because we know y'all history by default. I'm not about to just be in America with a whole ass, I don't know who beefing with us right now. Yeah. But you know, like anything that's going against that, regardless on if I'm not a part of the demographic.
3: Like, I ain't about to I'm throw still, on yeah. a North Korea jersey
0: and say, what's up? And you got a have... Tigers gang. Yeah, what's up? Or at the fucking airport talking about bombs and shit. Yeah. I'm not about to be doing that. Out of respect of. I'm in the. I'm yeah. still in American territory, and it, that's where my thing is. It's about fucking respect yeah. to the end of the day, and the disrespect is too obvious. I think the disrespect.
3: I think <laughs> they don't give a fuck about the disrespect, but then when they are disrespected, they're like, "Oh my god, how I can- dare you? You disrespected 9/11." <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my favorite
0: 9/11. What? All
3: all builders matter. Uh, what
0: okay not even all buildings yeah. matter didn't
3: y'all do this shit oh don't let us get into the the <laughs> listen <laughs> so much money this is a rabbit it's a it's a rabbit hole we...
0: i think they no that's not the uh no they got a documentary coming out about the bible
4: mm-hmm. but
0: um it's just too much documentation that um, y'all, y'all are already on, saying. On bullshit. we did this shit we needed to because y'all wiped the special- out
3: like Native Americans, y'all y'all wiped them out. Yeah, so no. So it's kind of like, bro.
0: With Google being free still,
3: mm. I don't
0: I don't have much patience. Yeah. For
3: that. At the end of the day, we had a black president. He
0: did a good job, and even with that, people still mad about that shit. Alone, right. it's like we can't do nothing.
3: So it is what it is. It's like, eh, like I didn't get it at first, but then I saw like. It's definitely a double standard. Mm-hmm. I remember when Obama had on a tan suit and they were wild.
0: Pissed. Pissed.
3: Or when Michelle Obama wore a dress without sleeves. I cannot believe this. They were wilding.
0: And that's and, and that's the fucked up part. It's obvious that the um it's obvious. It's we all adults here, we can't mm-hmm. keep acting like because we on a news platform we not gonna act like this some bullshit we pulled out our ass. And that's what I learned in life. Like, people will blatantly sell you some shit if you buy it.
3: 100%. <laughs> so, before we get into uh, ending this conversation, let's get into the throwback song, which is Tupac Young
4: Niggas. I want to dedicate this
5: one to Robert, Yummy Sandifer, and all Ooh. other. Movies in a rush to be gangsters. As a young nigga, I'm on my swimming in the wind. Give anything to be that innocent again when I was 10. I didn't bang, but I was hanging with the homies till them niggas started slinging. that they don't know me. I've got my hustle on, learn to ignore or couldn't pay me. I've been trying to make a million Can you play me with that jealousy? They need Don't sweat me if the dad was really want me Come get me And even I Someday we'll die But I'm cautious I've the the ride Put down the clock Now we flossin'. Hit the freeway Let the wind blow Drop the window Working with like a 22nd Don't feel it good Stop through the hood Grab the young ducks. And I can up a but reminisce Like when we slung drugs No was bad But all we had was our hopes and dreams We couldn't see unless we learned to slay Dope the things like everybody knows He's always teed from head to toe My memories as a young nigga
1: always got it grown like apple bone It's a young,
5: young nigga Down his- In junior high, when we was barely getting by When daddy died, that's when my mama started getting high My neighborhood was full of drive-bys Couldn't survive, all our homies living short lives I couldn't cry, told my mama if I did die Just put a blunt in my casket, let me get my dead homies high Can follow me throughout my history of this the world stuck in Mississippi As a young nigga, my only thing was to be paid Life full of riches, avoid stitches Cause shady, back in the days We always found the time to play But that's before they taught them gangbangers out of spray, not just LA But in the Bay and in Chicago And even St. Louis Every stadium that I go in will they change Stuck in the game like a dumb nigga Remember how it was to be a young nigga yeah, kind of that everybody knows As a young you nigga from My memories as a
1: young nigga Always got it wrong
5: like alcohol Strong nigga Down in know. Telling you, to be young Have your brains and have every lamb and all that, yo Y'all niggas don't know how good you really do, got it Motherfuckers need to just calm down and peep what the fuck they want to do for the rest of their life For you in your life before you begin your life, you dumb nigga now that I'm grown, I got my mind on being something Don't want to be another statistic Out there doing nothing trying to maintain in this dirty game Keep it real and I will even if it kills me my young niggas, break away from you dumb niggas, put down the guns and that's a fun nigga. The rest of come, think of fame is the fast thing, that gangbang and putting niggas in the casket. Murder for hanging at the wrong place at the wrong time, no longer living, cause he threw up the wrong sign. And every day, I watch the murder rate increases, and even worse, the epidemic and diseases. What is the future? The project's looking hopeless, where more and more brothers giving up and don't care. Sometimes I hate when brothers act up, I hit the wheel. And I proceed to blow the track up for young niggas the kind of G like everybody knows For these She's young niggas always from head to toe My memories as young Always niggas. got it wrong, like It's slow, nigga It's no. nah, for the, the young you niggas G I've never known. As a and young nigga. The kind of G, G. G. Young like everybody knows. Have not Still little bad motherfuckers from the block from to Niggas that's 13 and 14 and Drop
4: Cadillacs and,
5: like and beaches I and do. shit so you Young like motherfucking us Stay strong nigga You could be a fucking accountant Not a dope dealer You know what I'm saying? You fuck around and you camping out here You could be a lawyer yeah. really Niggas gotta get their priorities straight yeah. Johnny Really though I'm <laughs> the best in my love. Yeah. Get little cousin, don't be a listen, listen.
3: Are back with the sophisticated ignorance podcast. So, um, where did we stop off at? Uh, college, mm-hmm. uh, the awkwardness of uh, people being racist and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That bullshit. So, what do the future hold for you?
0: All right, so, so um, huh, <laughs>
3: before we get into that after college
0: what would you you know I wanted to be an artistic director I ain't gonna last so uh-huh. I'm still on that kind of like um I'm on that wave I just want to do it a different way like with everything changing and stuff with so many more resources being accessible I really mm-hmm. want to like start getting into like um just uh like videography stuff like that just way more things that people can reach so I'm really into like Cinematography now. Okay. I'm really looking into that just because um, being on social media, getting more into, like, cosmetology and trying to incorporate dance into that, I'm trying to make it make sense, you know. That's the only
3: So you do thing. makeup? I do makeup. Okay. What what got you into doing makeup? What, doing your own makeup or doing yeah. friends' makeup?
0: So basically, it just really started, like, being in school and shit not, like, me not getting casted for actual... Um, you know choreography and stuff like I would be pissed off so I would just go home and be like well at least I can beat my face and then after a while I was just like I found myself in class like I just say, I ain't getting this today well at least I'm gonna go home and do this like or I was just looking forward to the fact that all right yeah you got cast this but them brows is fucked up like I was really into it after a while uh,
3: that's dope so do you ever see yourself going back to school to finish because w- what year did you leave
0: i left my junior year junior.
3: so you got what a year and a half left mm, two yes,
0: years a year and a, two years yes two years for show but i don't know i'm really thinking about it because i do think school is a scam
3: a thousand percent
0: so we know i can't y'all can't be scamming me and it's yeah. against the law that's not what's about to happen. 100%. So, yeah. That's just what I'm on. Honestly, like, I'm going to give myself a effective timeline, mm-hmm. but I'm going to still try to, like, see what life is outside of being in that, you know, curriculum structure saying you got to go to school to get a job. Like, I think you should go to school to make jobs. Mm-hmm. So if people aren't in school making jobs, what the fuck is in the water?
3: Like, I was, uh, talking to my little brother and mm-hmm. his, his friends last week. And I was like, listen, do I feel school was bullshit? hundred percent. Like I said, yeah. after fifth grade, everything you learn is bullshit. If, if it's not math, if we being honest. But, you know, certain things you need to go to school for. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to be a lawyer. You gotta, you know, do that time. How many years? I think eight years or whatever it is to be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Or if you wanna be a doctor or something like that. Something that really, what you're learning is gonna go towards what you're doing, you're doing your job. Like, I don't wanna know doctor who just got a high school education yeah. you feel what i'm saying yeah. so depending on what you see your future as school is is important mm-hmm. but if it's a bullshit degree like i went to my uh major in fucking school was small business management and entrepreneurship mm-hmm. it's a bullshit fucking degree <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> like, <laughs> see, that's the thing. see okay so move. let's talk about that shit right there i can't go back to school for real because my major was dance, and I added African American studies on it as well. Mm-hmm. So what? I don't. Do I need them, or do like, they need me? Y-
3: y'all are charging me. To,
0: <laughs> I'm not interested, and that's the thing. I think that's where I'm at. I'm yeah. not too interested in giving my time away like that.
3: Time and money. Yeah. yeah.
0: And that was a thing. Like it, it is a discouraging ass thing when you give your art form to a collegiate. Fucking curriculum mm-hmm. Like they're telling you Well we only gonna pass you If you give your Artistry this way Well that's fucked up Because We talking about art Art is mm-hmm. too big For you to be Trying to put it in a box And I don't know Like I'm really into Like even with being natural and shit. Like, I went natural in college. Mm-hmm. Like, before college, I came into school with a sewing. I was good for, like, flat urns. I was mm-hmm. that girl, you know. But, no, I had to, like, I was placed in a position where it was, like, my appearance is still effective, but I'm out of resources to get what I need. So, now I got to okay. learn how to do
3: yeah, my Yeah, because you're so far out. Yeah, and
0: then the style I want, I will be damned if y'all gonna fuck me up for... 100%. Cause I asked you to so. It's like if I don't got no
3: barber I'm not going to Fantastic Sounds Okay To get a taper
0: Talk about it's it It's over I'm <laughs> <laughs> You know
4: Like sports clips or Sports clips and shit
0: So that's how it was So like It just placed me in a position To be like Alright Like Yeah girl You black as hell Like you, you ain't know it But Even off the What you was getting by with In your own hometown Like Look into that. Get certified and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I want to get into school when we talking about, like, my LLC come through or some shit. Like, yeah, I'm going back to school because I got to sit at more tables. Mm-hmm. while we doing this local work? No. 100%. <laughs> like, uh-uh. And there's too much stuff out here. Life is too big. Yeah. And,
3: like, a lot of companies now are even saying like listen they
0: don't even give a fuck
3: going to college is bullshit listen we gonna we gonna tell you to go to this class for a few weeks you good
0: okay and that's another thing like most colleges like even the shit you really do need to go to school for they have programs mm-hmm. to where to where it's like all right we're gonna cut your time in half we're gonna work with your schedule and mm-hmm. see what you got going on and we gonna give you, we gonna even assist your ass with a plan on yeah. on your way out this bitch. We gonna set you up, so that's what I want. What I was going to school for, like, nah, it ain't all of that. I could be doing that groundwork by my damn
3: self. One hundred percent. Listen, if Google telling me I don't need to go to school to work for Google, and they they pay for me to go to this program to learn everything I need to learn See, to work game. at Google and still get paid,
0: they really have that
3: One hundred percent. Hundred percent. Most corporates, especially like uh, stuff that's dealing with like um, technology and shit like that, Mm -hmm. they don't care about you know. Yeah, they got me fucked up. See, no,
0: I'm
4: not
0: going back. Not like that, but yeah. When I think that's the thing too, like, like can we really talk about what school will assist you with? It only just says that this person did this. For so long, and Mm -hmm. we can trust them that they know a little bit about what we might ask them to do. We don't have to train them for real. They get it. Boom. Let them be there. I think that shit's stupid for so much money.
3: And it's it's just like, it's one of those things, like, college was put in, like, put in our face to be like, listen, to be successful, you have to, you know, Mm -hmm. just like working in a a fucking a work for like the big three in the 60s and you know 50s and 60s was put in their face to be like listen to be successful you gotta <laughs> you gotta work your ass off for 30 years for these people
0: and i'll be damn i actually got into with um a guy i think he was uh what was he um Some type of radiologist, some Mm -hmm. shit, I don't know. Something, something very fucking important. Mm -hmm. He was talking about like millennials, y'all don't even know how to stick to nothing, all this other stuff. Like saying like we kinda shady for our um ambitions to want to do our own thing and Mm -hmm. shit. And I just told him I'm like, honestly, like I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but why would why the fuck would you give your time? To some shit that is not gonna be able to do nothing for nobody behind you. It's not gonna make sure your ass got a food. Like it's not gonna cover your ass. You give me all your time to it, but
3: like let's just look. Let's just say at 20, you you started working for Chrysler. Uh-huh. You give them 30 years because you can retire after 30 years. <laughs> you give them 30 years. So now you're 50. Your body is broke down. You're miserable. You,
0: Miserable. Your
3: back, your back, probably about to go out. You probably gonna need a new hip, something like you got arthritis. Life is
0: happening. Like, so now <laughs>
3: you're fifty. You're getting a pension, but you can't even enjoy being off uh-huh. because all you know is working in a plant. I got an uncle. He worked for the. um, <laughs> I got two uncles actually. One uncle worked for Chrysler, uh-huh. and another uncle worked for the city at the water. Uh-huh. And to this, like, he can't sit still mm. because he's so used to working mm. that he has to keep working.
4: Damn.
3: So he building shit, painting shit. Like, bro, Damn. sit down and enjoy your vacation Damn. or enjoy your time. Like, bro, you you in your 60s. Damn. Let's
0: see that. And that's fucking crazy. That's worse than being a machine. Like, you yeah. making yourself do it. All right. All right. Like,
3: because you can't sit down and, and enjoy yourself.
0: And then all this, all this energy, you ain't got your name on
3: nothing. Um, yes, you own, your, you, you own your house, you own your cars and shit like that, but...
0: Once you die, they gonna sell them up. Yeah. <laughs> gonna, no, not trying to laugh, but it's but, the simple fact that all your work will go with you.
3: No, and they ain't worth it. we need people out here creating new stuff, new ways how to do stuff.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So if... Like so, we can't have all these people working thirty and forty years at one job mm-hmm. nothing is being created.
4: Mm-hmm. Only
3: thing is being created is what y'all are putting on the table. Definitely make these cars or <laughs> make these windows or make this dialysis shit. I'd be down if I was one of them niggas at uh, Rockwell where I used to work at, mm. being there for twenty years.
0: Yeah, and that and I'd be like, why? How did you even get that comfortable there for that long? Like, y'all was so pressed about, for example, what we're talking about now, which is ironic, but school, that's where I'm like, oh, no, I couldn't commit to no job because yeah. you better all going to fucking school. And then even with that, you're going to end up back at a job. You might as well just work at whatever you're good at and invest mm-hmm. all that time into yeah. it because you're still going to struggle. You're still going to miss payments. You're still going to have a bad year. Shit's still going to happen. But so, at least set yourself up. That's
3: why I said, like, I'd rather take this year off, sh- struggle to get this shit off the, uh, off the ground, and hopefully it becomes successful.
0: It's
3: yes, man. You feel me? Well, not hopefully, because it will be Dude, successful. Yeah, I was about to say, why yeah. you talking like that? But okay. Yeah, but, like, yeah, like, fuck that. I'm not giving y'all 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. You know how much shit you can do in 40 hours?
0: And that's what I be thinking about at work to this day right now. It's like, all right, bitch, you done gave away eight hours of your day. And now you can't even do nothing. Mm-hmm.
3: you you're did, tired.
0: You, you did somebody mm-hmm. else work for them. You're tired. And now. you're tired. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just. And then I'm at a new point, too, in life where it's like I'm being around new people. Mm-hmm. Like, even with family, I'm getting to know people i'm related to like mm-hmm. shit my life
3: is really like all right
0: there's more to it like, yeah. it, it ain't, wasn't this bad <laughs> i
3: just i just gotta look at like i can't not saying they live life wrong but i can't live life how my parents live life
0: mm-hmm. that's one thing what uh my parents too it's like i they definitely the love i have for them shows me that you're still a person yeah You don't have all the answers. 100%. Granted, like, yeah. Being that I am your kid, or being that you have children, Mm -hmm. you're not just going to have it together. But, like, with my mom, no, you could do that shit. Like, it ain't even that hard, bro. Mm -hmm. Especially with me not having no kids. I'm really like, all right, let me keep trying to check this way while I'm only responsible for myself. Just doing what I got to do.
3: So, looking to the future, where do you see yourself at?
0: I ain't gonna lie, I see myself well-established in my um, my makeup business, um, my freelancing for Braden, and me being an actual professional dancer, so... I've started training. So you, so you sticking with the dancing? I'm sticking with the dancing, but it's going to be for a probable cause. Okay. I'm not just gonna be out there for my <laughs> own.
4: self <laughs> so no, because
0: that's what, that's what I really want to be like. If I'm not working on the stage, I'm gonna be working behind. Behind, the stage. okay. That's what I really want to be more consistent in. Because okay. I'm a hard worker. I don't mind working. I shit, I feel like shit. TGI much. Like, TGIM. It's Monday. We're supposed mm. to be working. Yeah. But I definitely want to be like just consistent with that. Um, if I'm not on stage, I'm going to be behind the stage.
3: Yeah. Uh, I see myself. I always make this statement. No, I'm sorry.
0: What do you see yourself?
3: I always make this statement. And people, a lot of people look at me crazy. But I always say I rather having twenty million dollars and everybody else is still at the position they're at. Mm -hmm. Why? You Mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? Because I can't enjoy it. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah, I could
3: buy myself everything I want and do all these things, but you're alone, and you don't want to be the person paying for everything. Mm -hmm. So I rather make twenty, well, nineteen other people millionaires with me. Because we can all enjoy money, all enjoy everything. We need to enjoy together, mm-hmm. than me just being the successful, the most successful one.
4: Yeah.
3: Like um, I was having a conversation one of these weeks, and my friend was like, "You have to be a sick person to make a billion dollars."
0: Mm. What do they mean by
3: that? You have to be so focused in doing what you're doing that oh. is fuck everything.
0: Yeah. I
3: am focused on that. Whoever I gotta fuck over to get mm-hmm. to where I gotta or whatever I gotta do, I'm gonna get to that billion dollars.
0: A lot of people are already there. That's the wild shit. That's the wild shit. A lot of people are already like there whether they give into like the decisions that they mm-hmm. already make and show that you'll be willing to keep going. Yeah. Smaller shit. So um but I don't know. I feel that, too. I'm
3: trying to be at the right table. So I'm just, you know, just trying to grow my platform at the end of the day. Um, like I said, by the end of the year, mm-hmm. I see myself having a, a different podcast dropping every day. Okay. So right now we at three. Um, starting at, well, it is November. Um, sometime this month we will be at 5 Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully by the end of the year we'll be at seven.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're doing everyone. I'm sorry, you're doing one every week.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I'm sorry.
3: So, uh, so by the end of the year, it'll be a different podcast dropping every day of the week,
4: mm-hmm.
3: Monday through Sunday. Right. Um. And, you know, next year, once again, expanding beyond that. Um, videos, uh, merch,
4: yeah,
3: shows like TV shows. So, it's just going beyond. Like, the Burbs Network is going to be something that's just not a podcast network. It's going to be, you know, a platform.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And a platform to get my me and my niggas on. Like, at the end of the day, you know, no disrespect to, you know, people I don't know. But this is for <laughs> me and my people. Right. And
0: that's what it's really about. A lot of people be like, shy to talk about that shit. That's really what it's about. Yeah. You got to make your... You gotta make your green crown on this earth. Yeah. You gotta definitely be effective.
3: Like I don't wanna say I don't make it a, a black thing, but listen. Man. We listen, I wanna be not only the the leading black, you know, platform mm-hmm. for for shit. I wanna be the leading or in the talks with mm-hmm. the you feel what I'm saying?
0: At the right table. If I I'm not the if I'm not the
3: best doing it, why uh you know?
0: That you as you should. That's where we're gonna be, but I don't know. I look forward to seeing that. I love the Bird's Network.
3: <laughs> so uh, we can make an announcement that you're a part of uh, the our
0: first. You can't get rid of me.
3: <laughs> our first, uh, our first female podcast.
5: Yeah.
3: Uh, listen. This has been in the works. Not just <laughs> y'all getting y'all podcast together. Us just trying to get a, a female podcast.
4: Okay.
3: I, I've been trying to get this out for months. Oh, get ready, get ready. So, um, what's the name of the podcast?
0: Um, My sediments exactly.
3: Wow. So, we don't have a date on when it's coming, but it should be uh, dropping in November. Um, that's one of the two. The second one is, um was uh fresh from the kicks ooh, ooh. fresh from the kicks is uh will be uh sometime with well, probably like the next couple of weeks I'm working with DJ Kobe right now we are trying to uh do an FG Thanksgiving which um we are trying to get the original members of FG Radio around to possibly do it we're in talks so hopefully we can get that out mm-hmm. um that's it. Merch. Merch. Uh, I'm saying December, but most likely it's going to probably be January with merch. Um, but y'all will appreciate all the merch we will be dropping. Listen, man. We got to get rich out of here. Okay. <laughs>
0: this money is endless money
3: out here. One way or another.
0: They're giving
3: out free money right now, too. So The city is going wild. The
0: bag is dead, okay? <laughs>
3: But on that note, I appreciate you for coming through.
0: Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much for inviting
3: me. I had a wonderful conversation.
0: Yeah, this was fun.
3: (laughs) On that note, that is The Burbs. Ah, my fault. That is Sophisticated Ignorance. You can find us at TheBurbsNetwork.com. Also, on your favorite podcast streaming service at Network. You can find me at Prince underscore McFly. Drop the Y at the E-I. Or where can they find you at?
0: You guys can find me at Instagram and Twitter at Valencia. That's it.
3: (laughs) So, Monday, Sophisticated Editors. Tuesday, Fresh from the Burbs. Wednesday, Jack and Henny Extravaganza. Uh, Prayers go out to the homie Shane. He got the COVID right now. So, you know, hopefully he make it through it.
4: Listen,
3: (laughs) (laughs) because the conversations we and Shane be having, but we will have a stand in uh coming in. So Wednesday, be on the lookout. We're out. That's it. Bye,
0: guys. That's
4: That's all I have.